do it. Um. Oh. No. Hey. Welcome to Postal Podcast. I believe we're recording S- season uh, two, episode twenty-four. This is uh, called Grant. Grant me the serenity. <laughs> Lord, grant me serenity. Because we're here with Grant. Because uh, cows hate cats. I don't know if you know Grant. Because cows hate cats. Or Grant, been there, done that. That's his with us. Have you heard those before? Those are new ones, right? I always try to hit Grant with uh, a version of his last name that he hasn't heard yet. Oh, <laughs> Grant, because cows are the cats. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Because cows make milk, but that didn't. Yeah, better cats. Right. Yeah. Anyway, hi Jimmy. Thanks for singing. I guess that's the only way I'm getting you in now. <laughs> Uh, today we're going to talk about all kinds of things, but first let's say thank you to our sponsors. Let's say thank you to um, GJJ SAV, Gracie Jiu-Jitsu Savannah, the best place in the world to train the best martial art in the world, under the best dude in the world, under the best dude in the world, with the best people in the world, in the best place in the world, in the best town in the world, kind of the best state in the world. Really the best, well, okay. But the, anyway, depends on great place. But you should try it out. You get a free week if you show up uh, at any time. And then also, uh, yesterday was great, when, or day for yesterday with, with Pedro. Yes. Were you there? Oh yeah, I rolled with you. <laughs> I guess when you were you there, I can't remember. Oh, that... you were the guy laying on me. I remember now. You said you look like a uh, Paul says you look like a polar bear. Yeah. <laughs> In clothing. That's a compliment. Yeah. Look who's talking, Paul. He's jealous. He looks like a like a grizzly. Maybe. Oh, uh, who's larger, you or him? Uh, are you bigger than him? I weigh more than him. Do you really? Yeah, I'm probably 40 pounds heavier than You know what's interesting about his size, though, is is a lot of it's in his shoulders, and it's uh, dense, heavy, big sh- shoulders yeah. right now, especially. It's yeah. insane. Um, thank you also to Yerba Mate, uh, Guayaki Yerba Mate, uh, and um, Huckapoo's Bites and Booze. Thank you. And, of course, uh, Chamacos, Tacos, and Surf. Did you see that? That's on that cup. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, this is my buddy uh, Clay and Mel. Uh, they're a married couple that have this really cool taco stand on Tybee, and it's really cool. And um, they'll jump in eventually, as soon as I keep mentioning them. <laughs> I got no real sponsors. Why did we get a cease and desist? <laughs> yeah. Compassion Christian. Yeah. Center? Work. Uh, church. Center. What do I say? Christian Center. Center. <laughs> Compassion Christian Organization. <laughs> What is it? Church. Church. Okay. Compassion Christian Church. Thank you for the... You are technically... They are a sponsor. Yeah. Yeah. They brought me you. Yeah. And uh, and then you bring me uh, shows that we're going to be doing on the 29th... Or 30th. 30th. On the 30th of this month, uh, go to Compassion Christian Church downtown campus, and there will be a show for you. Probably be Nick Hoff headlining. Um, not absolute, but it's pretty absolute. So that's where we're at. Okay. I want to talk to you about something. Are you ready? I hope so. Okay. Goals. You're doing Pan Ams. Uh, turn that thing toward you, by the way. I didn't do that for you. Turn, you can turn it down toward you. There you go. Is that better? Tell me about your Pan Am goals. Your goals, your overall goals. You, you're going to Pan Ams, but like, what is it, where does this end? Where does it lead? What is, have you talked to your wife about this? <laughs> what are you trying to do? You got three kids <laughs> and a church. You have four now? I've... You had another kid since two days ago? <laughs> no. God, Grant is just pumping them out. Yeah, it's disappointing. That That's biblical. You don't care. Yeah. Be fruitful and multiply, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is in the Bible. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, you're you're definitely fruity and you are multiplying. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your goal? What's your overall goal? I think those are contradictory statements. <laughs> <laughs> no, because you can adopt. <laughs> if you're really being fruitful. Yeah. <laughs> So we're already off the rails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I want to hear your answer to this. What are, what, what are your overall goals in what life? Jiu-jitsu? No, no, jujitsu. Yeah. But how it affects life too? Because I mean, you know how it is. If you have high goals in jujitsu, it's going to affect your life goals because you're not going to be able to do anything else. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So tell me, man, what you got in your head? You want to do? That's me on the one. You need to be on the one. There you go. You're on the one, uh, dude. You're on the one. I honestly. Look, at there's eight people. You just lost two people. Two yeah. people left because they're like, I don't think he has any goals. I don't think he has any goals. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. No, so it's it's so it's difficult. It's honestly difficult for me to articulate because um, I want to honor our school and kind of tradition because we're not 
our school, even Pedro, you know, t- Tuesday. Pedro. Tuesday. So, yeah, that's what I was going to say. If you weren't there, Tuesday. Pedro, Pedro Sauer taught. And he's Pedro like, taught. competing stupid. <laughs> you know, like. Oh, right. Right. He's a, he's and I'm a, sitting there yeah. like. You but know? you want to compete. Right. Right, yeah. right. And it's like his. He didn't say it was stupid. He said people's approach to it seems to be a little caveman Yeah, maybe. But I think he, his heart and his attitude and James's is. Just trained for life. Trained for life. And I want that at the same time. <laughs> like, man, I have a fire and a drive to prove, like, a lot of things. Like, some of it's personal, like, that I can do it, that I need the stress of, man, I've got to put myself out there. You know what I mean? Like, going into a gym and just and rolling and stuff, it's unbelievable, fantastic. We have an amazing school. But I always want to say, man what's it like out in the real world? Like, can I do this really, you know, and failing and winning and losing and all of that in between. Um, I, I'm, it sounds a little like I have daddy issues, but I don't. When it says, I want to make James proud. You know what I mean? I want to make our school proud. I want to, I want to, I think. I, you, you just, you just hold honor in high regard. Yeah. Or, yeah. And well, and I legitimately believe you as well as I have been able to bless to travel a lot. Yep. I mean, I've been to the Habero School in San Diego mm-hmm. and trained with all those guys. I've been to all these different places all over the state. And man, James is one of yeah. the best, if not the best, teachers. And yeah. man, I want the world to know that. I want to. I want to go as a thirty-three-year-old fat pastor. And win Pan Ams and be like sounds. Fat Pastor. That should be a shirt. Actually <laughs> Fat Pastor. Right. Yeah. And and be like, dude, man, like I I won. Because yeah. my because my coach and my my teacher, you know what I mean? And our our jujitsu our jujitsu is better than yours. Oh well, oh is it like that though? No, I don't think I mean, it's that. No, no, but I'm just saying like not like that. The approach. It's more about like, hey, this is this is the approach we all talk about having, and then you go to other academies, and nobody really has it. Right. Whereas it's it's baked into the bread. Right. With James and Pedro, it's actually baked into the jujitsu. Right. Where right. it's literally, we're talking about bones. We're not talking about strength and muscle. Right. We're not talking about he too strong, so you got to go this way. You know. Right. We're not doing that. We're doing. We're we're talking about man. He. I mean, it was illuminating watching Pedro teach in person because I've never seen. I've trained under his academies. I've trained with Greg Nelson right. and all these other people around uh, that were real high level with him and uh, and Hicks and and um, and they talk about you know they talk about they'd use similar uh, terms, right. but Pedro made it really super clear when he said that uh, when he was talking about the uh, oh my uh, my bone is over here and his bone and and he was talking in terms of bones and skeletons right. and I'm like oh duh well even just like the thing he did in the advanced class of shutting down the hips that's what I'm talking about yeah, yeah, yeah that was the point where I, I clicked with me I'm like it's like it's, it's in the jujitsu well it's so it's not just an idea it, right it's so crazy for me when um like whenever I go to tournaments with other guys from our school that I'm just like idolize you know mm-hmm. Paul or or Jimmy or and then you see them like you can say it, my name I'm I'm right here yeah what, what, okay. <laughs> It's okay. No, no, don't. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah it's because yeah, yeah. I'm here. I get when it. Colin used to go to the gym a couple of years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, but you, Which and then you see one. them. Yeah, yeah. It was Ian. <laughs> the he's last like, one. He's like, oh, thanks. Ian left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but you see them like lose, or you see them struggle, and then I'm like, I know how much I struggle against them, and it's like, <laughs> like a panic attack. You're like, oh. yeah. And then you just see Pedro with Jimmy, like, haha, you're so stupid. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like. Oh my gosh! Six, yeah, six-year-old man. For the record, he wasn't doing that. But yeah, I know yeah, he wasn't going. You're so stupid, Jimmy. <laughs> that would have been funny. <laughs> hey, you're so stupid. Yeah. Uh, no, that was the thing. Is like when you oh, like Rachel when he trained with Rachel. That was amazing. <laughs> when Rachel's like, I'm gonna get, and she has that. Dr- I mean, man, yeah. she is a goer. Yeah, it was so cool to watch, and she was like going at like going. The thing you learn at, I think, blue, upper blue to purple, and you start getting into there, you start learning that, like, you, you start automatically pacing yourself a little mm. bit. And uh, But before that, if you have drive and you have that stuff in you, you'll go super hard yeah. on, you know, against a brick wall over right. and over. Right. And she did it with Pedro. Yeah. And <laughs> I was like, man, does she think that's going to happen? Like, right. there's no way. But she had to go. And right. so, and, uh, but uh, man, hats off to her. Yeah. 
And she she was uh, she came out of that yeah. with like her face was half red and like all that other right. stuff. Yeah. So I guess uh, short answer for goals for me, yes, is like so Pan Ams, and then I'll probably sign up for Worlds, or I have to qualify, I guess, for Worlds. But like, I it's markers for me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you know the blue belt blues. You know all of that yeah. stuff. You've just gone from like this high of getting your belt to now a really long season of learning and just like not a lot of accolades not Nothing. that it's not, not it's about accolades but you know no but you're going deep into the meditation of it and you're like well but the high the, so so for the the roller coaster of it we enjoy the highs a little bit so we want a high every now and then right, right? that's the american system now is like built around it where there's stripes on the belts and stuff right. like i never got stripes right until like way later and then i i literally came off and like whatever it's not that big yeah i don't stripes well yeah you know? and honestly for me learning that is like you know this about jujitsu. It doesn't really matter about your belt, you know. Like, yeah, it's almost better if it doesn't, because then when you get it, you're like, oh, then the feeling's way deeper. Well, not even that too. It's like the mats don't lie, man. If a brown belt, like a brown belt, comes in and he's not worth his salt, that the belt doesn't matter. No. You know what I mean? And so that that is a mentality for me. But two, also goals. Like, man, I'm gonna train really hard. Like, I've been I've been training really hard for pans. This is the first tournament I've actually like. Hey, James, what's my strategy? All right, here we're gonna work on this for a month. We're gonna do pr- two privates every week. We're gonna go this, 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 this. I'm going to comp class. I'm going to this. You know, for first time in a long time, I'm like, man, my shoulder, my back, are pretty, yeah. pretty, pretty sore. You know, yeah, man. And, like doing full go stand up every, most every time I roll with except for with you. Yeah, yeah. you do you do, you start stand up. Yeah, because I mean, dude, there was just a lot of people there. Right. The thing for me with that too, and and you know, there's a whole big discussion about that right now. Right. If Is, you start right now, ju- well, in jujitsu culture, like mm-hmm. I don't know. Who, I feel like it's always been there. Yeah, but some some big names have been putting out there like, hey, if you start on your knees, you're garbage, and you're you're actually oh really you're you're diluting jujitsu and it's pointless and. You're basically a baby if you do that. <laughs> like, there's a point to that. I mean, right. it makes sense, kind of. Right. He's like, you never start a fight on your knees. Like, yeah. You know, if, you, if that's the only thing you do, right. which I think a lot of people it is because that's how we do it. Because their fear yeah. of getting hurt and all that stuff. There's sure. all these examples and stuff. But anyways, it's built a confidence in me. Like, I mean, I've been taken down 45 times in the last three weeks. You know what I mean? So yeah. now when I go to the tournament, I'll get taken down. Okay, whatever. I'm taken down. Yeah, you, you know, know where to go next. Right. Your, yeah, your hips switch quicker, right. all that stuff. Right. Whereas before, you see this all the time in New Breed or Nog- or any of these. You see these white belts just like oh, yeah. praying to God. That, white belts, blue belts, purple right, belts. Right. Praying to God they don't get taken down. You know what I mean? It's almost like stand-up got, got 86 out of the game for a while, takedowns mm-hmm. and all that stuff, um, early in the American experience. Right. Um, like leg locks did even earlier. Right. So, um, so it's like the, it's like all the stuff that was removed that was practical is starting to find its way back in now. Well, in, has the, in to. stages. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. legs obviously overtook us, uh, big time in the last couple of years. And, um, and then by example, of course. And then, um, and then now takedowns are coming back. Yeah. Or at least the conversation you say is on the table. I hadn't seen that, but I'm glad it is. Right. Yeah, what do you? I'll what's your favorite takedown for a big guy? Like that's a thing, right? That that matters because gravity matters. You got yeah. no. I'm serious. Like yeah, if yeah. you got because I think what did um uh Paul said he's two in the sixties, two sixty something, yeah. and that's five. That's over five hundred pounds. Two guys his size coming down. Right. Right. That's a lot. Yeah. So that could be that's a bone breaker. That's a you know yeah. joint separator that right. matters. Right. I mean, that's most of the time big guys get hurt. Anytime I've yeah. ever I separate my shoulder, it's. Because yeah. I had a big guy land on me, you know yes. what I mean? Like, so how do you approach that? Because as a lighter guy, they just flip around like nothing. Oh, you could pick them up, chuck them over your head, and then they're like, beep, beep, and they're up and stuff yeah. like that. Or they do it to each other, and it's right. like cats, you know? <laughs> <laughs> they just get up and they're like, fine. Yeah. They lick each other, <laughs> smell each other's butts, and move yeah. on. That's yeah, what yeah, little guys do. do. Right, right, right. But uh, but what do you do? What's different about what you do as so, a bigger guy? Uh, well, I, I, what I've been doing, and what I see a lot of big guys do, is they do a lot of like hand fighting, and they're a lot of upper body like stuff but for me um what you say favorite take it on depends on gi and no gi but honestly for me that probably the easiest thing for me to get to is you know either a t position and do a little throw or drop sit down sweep or a single leg from like an arm drag you know arm drag them in and get to that 
kind of that side single, like nothing on the front. Where you could turn the corner and it controls the, right. the speed and the right. weight crashing down and all that. Right, right. Is everybody on the same page, does it feel like? Or are some of these guys wanting to sky each other? Well, dude, I mean, I've seen, there's a very few, but I've seen some big guys go in for like double legs and stuff like that. Yeah. And, you know, Zaid likes to do that a lot too, but I'm like, dude, like, there's been a couple of times where I'm just like, Boom, boom. Right. Like, oh. And dude, I'm like, we just cracked the slab, dude. Right. Yeah. You're, you know, I <laughs> James just... is going to be mad. He's not getting his deposit back. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, you know, if you had a, I'm 275 right now. If you had a, if I sprawl on you, like, dude. Oh, there's that too, right? You don't catch. You're going to break your face. You know, yeah. like, it's a lot of weight. Like, little guys, they're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to stick double leg you. And then, like, yeah. and you're dead. You yeah. know, <laughs> like, yeah. I learned so, with Mondo when I was in a blue belt. Uh, my friend Mondo is about your size, and and uh, I learned early to stay out out in front of him yeah. a little bit, and like uh, get him get start to come under him and bait him in a little, get him to commit to a forward movement, and then I'd get out yeah. and pull him out, and right. then I would just climb well, yeah, up. and that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like in the gi specifically, just that uh, you know, uh, hand and lapel and on the sleeve, and then you just kind of like get out the way and throw for and, sure yeah. because no matter even if the guy's collar athletic, guy, right? yeah, collar collar t- yeah, even mm-hmm. if the guy's athletic as a bigger dude, and you pull him yeah. and you get gravity going and speed going, he's right. gonna be a little little less quick on his feet for right. sure. So yeah. you're gonna get him ahead of his feet. Once you do that, now you can turn the corner on him right. for you know body locks or or get him you know for I mean all really what I'm always shooting for is to get you down on right. all fours, of well, which up. is interesting to me because uh, when I was in uh, Orlando for pan- the IBJJF, like dude. I, I don't know if this is a fair number because I didn't see every single match, but upper 60% or more, they're pulling guard. They'll try for maybe a couple seconds and then they're oh, like, yeah. oh, pull guard. You know, even the big guys. Like, I had two guys pull guard on me. I'm like, what is going on? Yeah. Well, and and young, oh, you're saying littler dudes were pulling guard in absolute? No, big guys. No, no. But before that, you said oh yeah, they were everywhere. Everyone was pulling, oh pulling. on each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I'm yeah, just saying, it's that lack of takedown experience. Right. They're like, Shh, I'll just pull guard. I'll, I'll I'd rather be on my back with my like, and I'm just like, man, what's a takedown you won't do? You refuse. Like, no way am I doing that. I'm 275 pounds. This guy's 275 pounds. Mm. We're all gonna die. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, any sort of judo throw? <laughs> nah, dude. I, dude, I want to sayonagi everyone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. Man, yeah, well, you're with the right guy because I'll tell you what, I've been, I've never been slammed and spiked so hard uh, as when I've, and I'm talking in comp- uh, competition and uh, in uh, training uh, as when I'm just an uki for James. Yeah, <laughs> it hurts worse than anything. Yeah, and uh, yeah. Oh, J- Ian says that's IBJJF. Yeah, that's what he's talking about. How there's no takedowns, I guess. Yeah. Um, Snatch single, Paul says, for the bigger guys. Yeah. That's the way. Because yeah, yeah. then you're pulling them back a little. You're not yeah. – you know, not everybody's yeah. – yeah, they're coming down from middle height. Yeah. Yeah, but you want to do judo. You want to get under that dude. No, I mean, I want to do whatever. I just like everything. I mean, if it's there, it's there. Like, man, for a little – for a season, I was, like, trying to drop Sayonagi, everyone, you know? Just because yeah. I was, like, it was super cool. Oh, it is cool. Yeah. It is cool. And it seems – I mean, you have the risk of taking your back, but – Whatever. It's not the – you know, full overthrow, you drop to your knees and they kind of roll over you and stuff like that. So if you're aware of where you go and where they go and what's happening and you really look at the, uh, you got to look back at the numbers of what you normally do, I think, um, and, and decide like, am I 20% of the time ending up on the bottom? Yeah. Am I 30%, 50% when I approach, uh, uh, you know, the other, when we finally lock in, whatever it is, you know, um, whether it's collar ties or whatever, um, if I'm on the bottom a lot anyway, then I got to let go of that nervousness because I'm going to be there. So right. why not just initiate it? Yeah, and the same – like I've been doing uh, – it's stupid because I'm not a wrestler, but I've been trying double legs and single legs and stuff. And all I do is end up in turtle. You know what I mean? And so I'm like, I'm not – I don't feel that bad about being turtle. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, so train turtle. Yeah, and then actually look back at that and be like, hey, you know what? I'm going to tr- I'm gonna go to the Eduardo Tellus and then I'm going to look at all that stuff, what mm-hmm. I like, the turtle defense stuff, and then I'm going to bring it to James let him break yeah. it down with me. And now I got a thing. Right. Now I'm like, hey, let's try this. Now I can go all day long at that right. uh, drop Sayonagi because you're just going to put me in turtle? Right. Well, I got turtle. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, that's such a great approach. Well, yeah, and it's interesting too because it's – I mean – James's philosophy, which is the correct philosophy for jiu-jitsu, is I want you to be better at everything. Yes. I want you to be better at everything. I want you to understand jiu-jitsu completely. That is not great tournament jiu-jitsu. No. You know what I mean? Because it's like, oh, what should I do here? Should I go into half guard or full guard? Or should I, you know, like where, like you're thinking too yeah. much. Yeah. Like a role, which is the correct way to do jiu-jitsu. 
Um, but you're saying not the correct way necessarily to compete. You no, have you, more of a game you literally plan need to be like, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm doing half guard. I'm going for Kimura. This is exactly. Well, what I don't do. think James would disagree with that. He's no, just he saying doesn't. know it all, so you can pick a game plan right. instead of just have a game plan. Right, because right, right. <clears throat> that's been always my problem. Is I'm right sided. I got my stuff. I do. I'm gonna. I'm gonna sweep you somehow from yeah. the right side to the left, right. and that's my game plan. And when you know, are you gonna do that? Because I didn't get swept. Ooh, I had. <laughs> I snuck out a little on you. I, I didn't sweep you. That's right. Or did I sweep you? No. Are you sure? A hundred percent. Oh well, I don't know if I remember it that way. Yeah. I had a dream. <laughs> no, but I did. Uh, I did extend you out pretty well and got a nice high guard on you. And I remember thinking. Like you let you let you let me get away from you with feet on the hips. Do you remember that? Where I was like leg leg up over the back and feet up on the hips. Maybe. Yeah. And I got I got extended. And that's what I want with the bigger guys. I don't want your weight on me. I want you Oh yeah, yeah, you did say yes. that. You're like, Oh, I finally got the pressure off. Yeah. <laughs> Talk trash right here. We don't even have mats. All right. Ian, this is how you do it. You show up to the podcast to talk trash. <laughs> So um, I can't wait for you to have Ian on this. We gotta have him on. Yeah, you gotta. He's gotta tap me first. Once he taps me, then he can be on. Ian, once you tap me, you're on the you're on the podcast. Podcast. Ooh. Uh, yeah. So that'll be like uh, Tuesday. <laughs> I guess Tuesday. Yeah. All right. All yeah. Right. No. Yeah. So mm. to round everything off. Yes. Goals. And goals. I yeah. like to man with anything like. I'm never going to run. But if somebody says, hey, we want you to do a 5K, well, I'm going to run to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just a self-accountability. That's the end of it for goals. Uh, So you're – yeah, okay. Ian says light work. Um, I don't know, like – it, so where do you see yourself end of life jujitsu? Like like as you get you have four children. So do you want them to all do it, or you they don't want do them? To, they all do it. Okay, yeah. and you want that? Yeah. Okay. So here's something I noticed too the other night. Um, something was going on at your house. You're like, oh man, I gotta go. And then and your wife is like, uh, come on, let's go. We gotta go. Uh, and uh, and then you guys had to leave. And uh, and it made me think like I always wanted my wife to do jujitsu. Yeah. Um, but when I saw that, I'm like, maybe I don't because maybe maybe it's better if somebody's stationed at home <laughs> and I can literally just lock in, shut the door, my phone's off, and and I'm it's never gonna matter that I that I'm here. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. When we're rolling, <laughs> when we're rolling, yeah, yeah, she was like, like on oh, us the, the whole time. Yeah, yeah. She's screaming, Grant. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and it's like we got two minutes left hold on <laughs> and this, yeah but you and natasha are such close friends and everything that it was like cool to watch how you interact i love how you get i love your i uh, love your relationship but um but at that moment it made me think like i, don't, I think i'd rather my wife was not in the room right. like even though she's doing jujitsu with me there's all these benefits there's that one moment where i'm like just let me rule yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Is, the, the benefits far outweigh that moment they do don't they oh yeah okay cool do you guys train at home no nah. We have four kids, yeah. I guess. So. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Honestly, guard. She pulls guard a ton. Yeah. No, she can't get guard. <laughs> That's the problem. Uh, yeah. You're still competitive. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, that's that. So that was the first time we've trained together. Really? Yeah. 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 At the same time, you mean? Yeah, oh, right. Because there's okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, man, it was really hard. It was really hard. I'm like holding my weight up the whole time because I'm trying to be a good partner. We're doing all guard stuff, closed guard. She can't get her feet around me, you know? Yeah. And so, you know, of course, Pedro's, oh, no, no, just put your feet on the hips and you can do the choke this way and it works. And it did, but he had to like modify the whole thing. And so it was just hard because I wanted her to do it the way that he was teaching it, not having to modify. Oh, right. And so, yeah. But was there any like, uh, you know, weirdness like weirdness like was there weirdness because it's your wife or was oh, it oh no oh, okay no i mean there were you like being careful well there was like uh typical argument stuff was it really she's like that's not how pedro taught us ah! and it's like and then i'm like i'm that's, a blue belt shut up that's the other aspect of this. <laughs> like i know what i'm talking about and she's like that's a sweep that's not a kick and i'm like you gotta kick your leg back no you sweep your leg back that's how james teaches it <laughs> and i'm like oh my gosh I, my worlds are colliding yeah yeah that's funny. Argued about it. It's pretty funny. All right. Well, I guess that brings us to our tiny little version of Oh, Fake MMA News, Noticias Falsificadas. That's right. It's all the news that is not news because we made it up. But now you're going to hear it, and you're not going to be able to unhear it. In UFC news, John Jones and Francis Ngano have signed on to complete uh, to compete. Finally, the rules will be slightly modified to protect the uh, to protect Jones. 
Uh, he will be competing in the 100-yard dash while Ngana will be uh, competing in the shot put. <laughs> uh, get it? He's going to run away. Okay. Yeah. Again, this is my favorite. I love telling jokes where you got to say, get it. Okay. Uh, Gordon Ryan in other promotions. Gordon, Gordon the King Ryan has signed on to 1FC in the spirit of doing everything Gary Tonin does, only bigger. And uh, in related news, all other fighters in 1FC have retired <laughs> because it's over. <laughs> and that's Noticias Posificadas, the big MMA news, underwritten by myself. And uh, it's all the news that is not news. Um, but now you've heard it and you can't unhear it. Do you think that's true, though? What? Do you really think that's true, though, about... Gordon well, Ryan. Well, we're going to deep dive on the psychology of the fake news. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I'm saying Gordon Ryan. Do you think once punches and kicks are put in that his? I mean, I get oh, it. do I think he's going to dominate that? Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think so. Right. No, I don't think so. I think he's good right. at what he does, and right. and part of what he does will be broken in half because what what he's so dominant at. We've talked about this, and I think everybody agrees is that it's the chaining, it's the it's the tighter chaining of submissions and attacks. Um and uh with with it's just tighter than it's ever been. Mm-hmm. No no one has brought jujitsu with with such a tight relationship between the offensive attacks. Right. There's always bigger gaps, and I don't understand exactly what the difference is. Obviously, or I'd be doing it. And <laughs> right, I don't understand why it's like that. Maybe it's the selection. Maybe Donaher's hours and hours alone in a room, thousands and thousands of hours. Maybe deciding which ones actually fit together right. instead of just putting them together. Right. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know exactly what it is, but there's something much higher level about how these submissions are chained together. And how closely they fit, right? Because there's no way out. There's no way. There's no way to do anything but defend once once the ball's rolling. If you watch the Wagner Rocha fight <clears throat> recently, well, I think Craig it was silly. Jones talks about Danaher and how he changed and stuff. He says two days before the fight, we get there, like in, who's number one or whatever. Two days before we get there, and we don't train. We we just drill specific. Like you're gonna go and do this. Yeah, and you're going to do this, and he says it takes all the thinking out of it. Yeah, that's and why the just, triangle. We literally the... just walk in there and just do like robots. Yeah, <laughs> like Dan and her robots. It and makes just sense, do, right? It totally makes sense. Yeah. I get it. I mean, but I also think that there's a lot more thought put into which things right. you are doing. Right. I don't think it's just hair of scare. I'm like, hey, what do you want to do today? You, you feel like knee bars? Let's just go ahead and knee bar them. Right. But you can't. I, I think there's. I think that's what we've been doing for so many years. There's this body, like you said. There's so much to know, and that maybe that's not good for competition, right? Like because hey, I want to be good at everything. Well, then you get to sort of creatively decide and reinvent the wheel right. as far as what works, right? And um, and maybe what Donaher. I mean, again, this is just I don't know, but um, I'm from outside. I'm guessing that maybe what Donaher's decided is I'm going to give you this. I'm going to use a Lloyd Irvin term, a blueprint, yeah. but um, but I'm going to do it from a – he's a really intelligent guy, and I'm going to do it with a lot of thought. Right. And I'm going to give you this – these are the things that fit, and yeah. these are the things that don't fit. Right. And then specifically even to that body type, to that person. Sure. Oh, That's what Muay, I mean. Yeah, he's a Muay Thai guy. We're, this is exactly where it's going to go. And he's so far ahead because of a lot, because of a lot of things we're not seeing. Right. Like when you heard the interview with uh, George St. Pierre, did you yeah. hear that? How he was saying that yeah. he had a guy doing frames – did you see it? Yeah. yeah. So he he had a guy checking picture uh, video frames, how many frames it takes a fighter to react, right. and then and then rating them based on reaction times. Right. And BJ Penn had the fastest reactions, so he decided to overload his his nervous system, which is just astoundingly ahead of everybody right. else. If that's an adverb, right. but a, yeah, he was so far ahead of everyone in that way. I think Donaher has has gotten so far ahead of everyone mm-hmm. in this way that because he has the experience of piecing these things together like a puzzle like this one doesn't really fit the same way with that one this one fits and then this fits and then this fits further down the road but then no if you want to end here and go here then this has to be moved to here and and then and then he's created these chains that actually have a reason to be chains Mm -hmm. and then and then he's tried them out and then he's seen what does and doesn't work for Mm -hmm. real with different sizes and different whatever then he's gone back and done it again and i i think that's what we're dealing with he's got so much experience doing what he's doing which is the next level right that he's far beyond anybody who's going to even try it now right and you know one of the reasons i think this what you say and what craig jones says is he doesn't roll anymore he has a bad hip and shoulder. He hasn't rolled in years. So all he does is watch. Like, 
No, I don't know of any other gym that has that. You know what I mean? Yeah. He is just sitting there breaking down every analytically. His number one gift is analytically because he's not he's not figuring stuff out himself. You know, with his body and his you know roles and stuff like that. He's just analyzing every single person that is in the gym and rolling, and that's yeah. what he does. Yeah, none of his bandwidth is wasted on his own movement or or anything. Him at all. growing in his personal jujitsu journey of. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So, so you're just getting this pure, uh, you know, Coach. chain of, yeah. yeah. Anyway, it, it really is. There's got to be other reasons we don't even know. I mean, that, that's just me guessing about right. that. But I mean, th- that's also from listening to the guys talk and their tutorials and stuff. Like when we had, we were so lucky to have Tone in and, and, um, and, uh, uh, Ryan show up and do that like last year, or the year before last, and uh, now you know there's it's probably going to happen again. I bet because they you know they like James and uh, man, um, watching them and listening to them talk, you can kind of hear the little sort of the seeds, you know yeah. w- what they're really doing. Yeah, and um, they're not trying to hide it. It's just so. Why would they? It's so far ahead, right? Well, and I think Tannehill's creating teachers. He's yeah, like, they they are now. Embody and James does the same thing. Well, like, yeah, it's because you yeah. know from parenting, it's right. by example. It's right. it, you know you you got to model. Mm-hmm. If you're going to be a good parent, you have to model. So if you're a good teacher and you're really good at teaching, then you're modeling that behavior to your students. Right. But if you're not a good teacher, you're modeling fighting. Right. 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 Yeah, you're modeling a, a hierarchy. Right. So that hierarchy translates on the mat to. I'm going to fight you and win. Right. And that, I mean, that was, I've been under those kind of coaches and, um, you know, hey, they served me, the, the, my previous coach served me very well, was a, was a great coach and a great friend. Um, but he wasn't very much that way. Right. There wasn't a lot of, we weren't chatting it up about everything. We were just fighting. Like, right. And if I did ask him, there was also a language barrier, but if I ever did ask him specifics, he was good, but he was good about finding this, the thing in his memory, but it, it was more like, um, He's kind of impatient with uh, – he brought all this impatience to the table, um, which I think a lot of coaches may do, n- with um, with my shortcomings. Right. Like he knew that I wouldn't switch my hips when he wanted, when I wanted, oh, yeah. him, when he right. wanted me to. But he didn't think about how to get me to do it. He yeah. just said, switch your hippie. Yeah. You know, and, and, uh, would or get we're going to figure something else out that you can do because you can't. No, do. no. He just screamed switch your hips <laughs> <laughs> over and over for a year. <laughs> okay. <laughs> which honestly rings in my ears now. Right. And it's the reason I was able to get a dominant position most of the role with you. Right. When we rolled. Right. You so know. dominant is for when you're under me and I'm, I'm putting pressure about my dream again (laughs) but anyway that's when i was able to for that split second get out from under you that's it's because i switched my hips and i heard his voice echoing in my ears switching your hippie honestly like back just to that role it's just fun to roll and i haven't seen you in i haven't rolled with you in a year yes yeah i was just happy i didn't get I always called it the bread maker, but oh, it's not. Yeah, it's bread called cutter. Bread yeah. cutter. The bread maker is what you do to me. Right. Where you put your <laughs> belly on me and grind. <laughs> That's a bread maker. <laughs> I was in class and I was like, yeah, James, like, this is probably six months ago. I was like, yeah, Colin always does the bread maker to me. And it's like, what are you <laughs> what? talking about? <laughs> and I was like, he puts his hand under my shoulder. The paper cutter. <laughs> the bread or the cutter. Bread, yeah, whatever, yeah, whatever, yeah. Whatever. yeah. Like, cutter, I was like, yeah. oh, that's what it's called? And he's like, you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. What did we say? Uh, uh, fat pastor. Yeah. The uh, the fat pastor and the bread maker. Yeah. Oh, I told you about this. There's <laughs> a, be... the, the fat guy jujitsu, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard Pedro saying that. Pedro yeah. said the thing, and he was like, <laughs> just like running down big guys. And I almost called you out and be like, hey, do you want to use him for this? <laughs> This is how you beat the big guy. Yeah, yeah. What the big guy's the devil. Yeah. He's, the, <laughs> he's a bad person. He's a bad yeah. he, he he hits children. You don't like the big guy. Yeah, we don't like it. Nobody like it. <laughs> and I, I saw I, I I personally like didn't call him out on it, but I said, Man, why you got against big guys? You I, said that? To him. Yeah, and he's what? like I was like, What what would you say to a big guy? He said, Be a small guy. <laughs> <laughs> he did? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only fight bigger guys. <laughs> It's like if you are a small guy and you're big, you will be awesome. Yeah, <laughs> like, so be the small guy. And I was like, all right. He said, act like a right. roll like a small guy. I get guy. what he's saying. Yes, but still, yes. Why you gotta hate? There's good wisdom in that. <laughs> Man, that's pretty cool. I I liked uh, I liked a lot of uh, what we did, um, but mainly I was just I I wanted to roll, but I didn't want to like lose. You know how like sometimes you roll and then you lose the lesson. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but I really wanted to roll because I hadn't been there in a long time. Right. I started out early rolling with Mark Waller, and then the whole time because he and I were like, rah, 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 we're like, yeah. like fighting, Old fight rolling. Blue. We were, yeah, we go slow, but we Old fight roll. Balls, yeah. We fight roll. Punch him a little in the head. Yeah, we fight roll, and uh, and so then after, and then as soon as we got on the mat, then Pedro said, uh, okay, so um, he started describing that kind of jujitsu, and I'm like, I think he was watching us. <laughs> He's probably standing there just nodding no the whole time. Yeah. yeah. I saw these two purple belts. Yeah. Uh, rolling five minutes ago. They're right there. there. <laughs> yeah. But I kept feeling like that. Um, but, dude, what a – I mean, I want to say this publicly. What a genuine, just awesome guy. You could see it in the glowing smile. Yeah. And it may sound a little gay, but I'm cool with that. Yeah. Um, but him and James, they're just – they genuinely care about us. And yeah. our jujitsu. Well, they're just zend out dudes, yeah. and they're super happy with their lives, and they got nothing to prove. And you yeah. know, they're comfortable being them. Like we were saying, yeah. <clears throat> uh, Chael Sonnen was making that point about uh, Ben Askren. He goes, yeah. "Look, look at how comfortable Ben is here. Yeah, just being Ben." Yeah. Which I was like, "Yeah, that's a good point. Right? That makes you a good uh, a good competitor, right? Because you're not fettered with all this other crap, right? When your identity doesn't rise and fall based on how you perform or what you do, yes. it's just." You're always your identity is always there. Yeah. So is that your goal with jujitsu? Is just to inform your life to be uh, a better Grant, or are you are you um, do you actually have bigger aspirations than just Pan Ams? Like, are you thinking if this takes you like purple, brown? Like, hey man, I could even do ADCC. Like, no, 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 no you're no. not. No, I mean, I think I want to compete and continue to compete and all those things, but my I, my identity is not wrapped in winning or losing or medals or goals or anything honestly it's just personal challenges for me man I, for the first time i was like man maybe i maybe i could in 10 years i could teach you know what i mean like man what if i was under james and pooler whatever like I that's that kind when of, i moved here that's that's something for me like i am like this is gonna sound really crazy and i've never verbalized it. i've said it to like one person but like I could go like my wife's Iranian, right? You know that. I do know that. I was like, man, I could go to Iran and visit her family and teach jujitsu. Like that would be my in. You know what I mean? I'm oh, gonna go. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, man, I actually have a skill now uh -huh. that is useful around the world. You're thinking in terms of a missionary still. Yeah, <laughs> you really are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. I didn't want to like say that in case they listen to this podcast and they're like, "Oh, you're not coming in." You know? <laughs> right. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, no. I mean, that's that's the fundamental approach of a missionary is like, I got this skill that'll take me to this place, and right. now I can do what I do. Right. And yeah. no one wants me to go, and no turn, one wants me to come. Turn that towards you. Sorry. Like, turn. Yes. No one wants me to go. No one wants to come. But it's just like, I was like, man, I was thinking that it literally in. Tuesday, I was like, what if I could convince Pedro and James to go to Iran with me? Ooh, <laughs> and, actually, that would be really cool. And, like, have them teach a seminar. And, wow. You know what I mean? That'd I'm be like, really cool. I'm like, because jujitsu breaks down all these barriers and all these different things. And, you know, I'm like, golly, this is. And so that's where my heart goes. I'm like, I want to get better. And honestly, it's it's weird. You know this. But there are, there is respect and accolades just to the fallen nature of jujitsu in America, that if you have some medals and some things behind your name, you have some more street cred. And I know that's not yeah. fair. Oh, and it helps you get the bills paid? Right. You know what I mean? And it's how you get people in to hear your message. Right. That's that's what I always feel like with uh, with anything you do. Um, is, is uh, like, well, comedy anyway, I know it relates. Um, it's, you know, a lot of comedians... Um, they want to like espouse their political point of view inside of their material, right. which is okay if it's who you are in your character. If that's right. who you are, like right. the character of who you are, like right. who you truly are, um, that's cool. That makes sense. But if it's just you want to say these things because you feel they need to be said, then that's a different medium. If you really want people to listen to you, the people that matter, because the only people that are going to listen to you if, if you're doing that are the people that agree with you. Right. So if you really want people to hear you, just be a good comedian. Right. And then, and then put, bake that in the bread, like right. we were saying, <laughs> the bread, bread maker. <laughs> bread maker. Yeah. <laughs> but bake that, bake that in to the comedy and right. because it is who you are. And it'll just be there. You, right. it, it, does, it can happen organically. You don't have to force this stuff. It's the exact same with preaching. 
Is it really? 100%. Oh, yeah. Well, you, you do it with me, where every once in a while you drop some Jesus no, but on not me. Even, it, but no, not, I mean it. Like, right, a, not in a bad way. Like, you, you are you, and I'm drawn to you, and we're <laughs> friends for that reason. But you, and then you're like, oh, and also, yeah. you know, Jesus is cool. Yeah. You know, let me know. <laughs> yeah. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah, exactly. Right, right, right. But no, even like preaching, like people will come, because I have people come all the time, and I have no idea what they think or believe or any of these things. And they're like, the thing that they communicate to me is like, I believe you. I don't agree right, with you. Right. I don't agree with you, but I believe you. Yes. Because you're genuine and you're real to you. Right. You're and, not making stuff up going, no, please, guys, believe this. Right. I need you to, so well, I can. Well, and that's a huge, huge problem in Christian culture with pastors and kids. Because the dads will go on stage and be like, well, this is how holy and righteous I am. And their kids are like, you're a deadbeat at home. You're Ooh, like, yeah. you don't That's love. That's why the pastor's kid is always right. kind of funny. Right. You don't love mom. You don't. You don't. You talk about marriage and being godly, but you're, you're at home and you're a jerk. You're, you, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you, can't, you can't fake it all the time. No. Nope. You can't. And so when I preach and teach, I'm like... <laughs> Let me tell you where I failed with my second kid. You know? uh, yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. And I say, listen, man, I man, he's really struggling. And he says, Dad, I, you don't keep your promises. And you know what? I didn't. And yeah. you know, and, but just to say that and to like, I'm not holier than you. I'm not better than you. And like, it's freeing for me, but also it creates reality. But there's people that don't do that. Yeah. There are pastors that are like, I am elevated. I am this. And I am also the light in the way, which yeah. is a big no-no. <laughs> right. Right. And so that's, and especially as culture moves and stuff, that, yeah, it's going to get worse. <laughs> ah, I'm so glad that we got on the subject because my next question was going to be, how about your parish and like, all, what are the, We don't have a parish. <laughs> what am I saying? Is it church, yeah, your, church. your synagogue? <laughs> no, but how about your, your, temple, your yes. group? Yeah. The people, yeah. how, what do they think of uh, the jujitsu thing? Do they know about it? Do you bring it to them? Do you talk about it? Do you mention it in your sermons? I like, do. Okay. I do. It's actually been integrated to me more. This, this is, this is going to get radical, all right? And this is a hard thing. Um, and I've said this to people, but I haven't, I don't know if I've said it publicly, but one of the things that was the hardest thing for me for jujitsu, and this is a positive, is that um, I felt more loved and cared for at jujitsu than I did at the church. Oh my gosh. You know what? The, the, it's no competition for any part of my life. Yeah. Jiu-jitsu, the love I feel there is so immense. Right. And so, so then the next thing for me, was like, all right, I've got to fix the church. You know what I mean? To be and, more like that. To be more like jujitsu. Right. And I and I actually wow. I analytically broke it down and I I figured out why. I, I figured the secret sauce out to a certain degree. You and jujitsu are at the most vulnerable yes. physically. Yes. You are physically at the highest level of vulnerability every day with people. Random people to people. You could kill me if you wanted to. If you don't let go of the choke. I'm yeah. out. Like, yeah. I'm trusting you to let go when yes. I tap, and vice versa. So, and there's a physical manifestation of that trust, right? And it's, and then there's a there's a bonding of mutual fighting, mutual experience, like all these things. I'm actually writing a book on this. It's interesting um, about all this stuff, like Christianity and jujitsu. It's really interesting. That's really cool. Right. And there's a big market for it. Right. Well, think about it. With uh, the first chapter is based on first. Uh, John chapter one, when Jesus invites the disciples, come follow me. And they're like, can anything good come out of Nazareth? You know, okay, what I mean? so that was when we we're on Liberty. Yeah. Or, I mean, on victory. <laughs> right. That was when the academy was on victory. No, but like, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Like basically, is Jesus, it, who, this, who's this lame guy? Right. Yeah. And it's almost the exact same experience I have when I invite people to jujitsu. Hey, you want to come to jujitsu? Well, I'm going to run around with sweaty man. Like, yeah, it's this weird. But then when you get in, you, you don't understand it. You don't understand Christianity. Can't. You don't understand jujitsu until you're in. And once you're in, you're like, oh. Oh, this is what he meant. This is what he meant by this. This yeah. is this is the freedom and all these things. And there's a bunch of different. I've already written a bunch so of chapters. There's on a it. physical manifestation of the trust in jujitsu because we're literally handing our body to this other person. There's moments where you have right. to trust completely that, and then you, and then that actively happens. The person doesn't harm you, and then, um, and then you feel you see the example over and over, and then these bonds right. are even deeper. And right. I'll talk about that in a second. I have another. I have an interesting idea on that. Um, but w- how would you how would you use how would you do that in in a church environment? So it'd be it'd be spiritual emotional vulnerability. I think that's the way that you have to go 
it's it, why the it's why when uh, you know uh, uh, testifying before the church and yeah. ha- laying hands and why uh, that works. Yeah, I guess. But it's why that's probably an example of it. Maybe it's more like so when I preached the other week a couple weeks ago and I just said, "Hey, here's where." I don't feel like God exists, you know, yeah. in front of everyone about the kids, me leaving the kids and stuff. Oh, like. you talked about that. That's right. Yeah. And, and and so, but that's me being vulnerable and saying like, I don't have all the answers and this is where I'm broken. And then I had, I literally had probably 10 or 15 people come up to me and said, I, I feel, I the, feel the same way. way. Right. How and, can we get and, through this together? Right. right. And that was like, so I had a lady, um, Trish McKay, uh, phenomenal woman. Like if you want to if you want to talk to somebody about God and why Jesus exists, she is the authority in my opinion because she has the example to back it up. Uh, it was when Titus was or was it Titus? Titus was born. That's your son. My son. First Ti- winners. Huh? Is Titus your first one? No, he's my third. Third. Okay. He was born right when he was born. Her daughter, eight year old, like got diagnosed with leukemia. Right. Mm-hmm. And a week later, she passed away, right? Like, which I don't understand. You know, I can't fully understand yeah. that. And so, but she in that, she came and talked to me about this right after my sermon and just says, this is why I believe in God. And this is why, you know, that, that, that I had the moment you had. And like, you know what I mean? And she's doing a big blood drive for us on May 5th. And she's giving free tacos, which is cool. But like, she, she has the reality uh, you know what I mean? It's not like, oh, I'm a Christian because I grew up in the Baptist church and I love Jesus and da da da. She is went to the depths and come back. Yeah, you know what I mean. And so that I respect her and her family for that so much. But afterwards, it was one of the first times since that happened that we have had a conversation about it. She's talked about it publicly and like, here's man. But her crying with me after that sermon and like we had a moment. It was just her and I out in the lobby. It was like. This is what I'm talking about. We all have to be able to do this, and that's that's the tapping, that's the arm bars spiritually. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, yeah. So you know, so you know what it is. Yeah, but I don't know how to get there. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's not a mutual. There's not a. You know, jujitsu have a code. Yeah. You have this. You just walk in and it all happens. Right. You you can't. You have different genders. You have different socioeconomics, different ethnicities, different like cultures. And you're trying to get there. Yes, the banner is Jesus, and that is the kind of the signet. But how do you get? How do you? How do you? I can trust you to put me in an armbar a hundred times, and I'm going to tap, and you're going to let go. Mm-hmm. The one time you don't, that I'm not going to roll. Broken. With, trust is broken. I'm not going to roll with you in again. Or you're not going to roll without that experience in your head, and or, it's and you're going to be trepidatious, right? Or I'll just go to somebody else. Or, sure, sure, right. You can't do that. Yeah. You can't do that with your your soul. You know what I mean? You can't you can't say, "Hey Colin, I'm struggling in my marriage," and then you go talk about it, and then I'm devastated. You know what I mean? Then I'm 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 not yeah. going to somebody else again. I'm not. Yeah. It's you know, it's a higher level. I think, and I think that's the complexity of it. I don't know. I'm still working through it though. No man, I'm I I, I love what you're saying. It makes a lot of sense. Um, I was gonna say uh, that as far as the trust part um or i mean the uh, bond part so th- there was a uh, a guy i met who wrote a book uh, or no wrote his thesis you know more tea no it's good by okay the way. uh he wrote a thesis called uh, about bonds created in adversity he's mm-hmm. a sociologist and anthropologist i think i told you about him maybe once but he was um yeah i'm watching the time you got to leave it in four minutes or something six minutes six minutes cool but uh here's the deal he 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 used examples of jujitsu. Uh, I mean, uh, not jujitsu. Sorry, comedy, uh, foxholes for, in right, war. Right. These ways that we're you know we're forced to trust one another. But these are all forced situations. But you're going to create a construct where where the um, where the culture of your church is to trust completely um, and uh, and be uh, well. Okay, so here, uh, buddy Lloyd just made a good point. Um, genuine honesty builds trust. Right. Uh, yes. Uh, and so you're going to promote the idea is to promote that genuine honesty um, by modeling mm-hmm. and uh, and then bringing people to that uh, so that the bonds are stronger. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, it is way more complex for sure. And then that because like there's just things, you know what I mean? Like you can be like. 
there's actually times where it's inappropriate to be genuinely honest. You know what I yeah. mean? In certain yeah, 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 situations yeah, yeah. and different things. And so just working through that. But yeah, that's my heart and that's my hope like for our church. I always say this like we're not a museum for righteous people. Like this is a hospital for the broken. You know, whoa, that's a great, oh, dude, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of the heart behind where we want to be and what we want to do. And, you know, we're, I mean, I'm preaching this week, but next week on like, how do we engage politics and stuff like that? And it's, it's really, I mean, I've been working on this and I'm super excited about it. Just yeah. like, like a teaser for you is, um, like, uh, one of the things I'm talking about is how Christians, they feel like they have to defend Jesus, but what they're actually defending is their own insecurities. Yes, yes. Yeah. And so that's I, why that, that's why it's like that, right? Yeah. And so I'm talking about Peter cutting off Malchus's ear or that that high priest ear, and it's like he literally did what he wanted to do, not what Jesus wanted to do. And what happened is he cut a dude's ear off. Yeah. And, and so the whole the the tagline for this sermon's gonna be Jesus fix what his disciples breaks. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. which w- w- what Christians destroy in this world, Jesus actually has to fix. Hence the hospital for the broken. Right. Okay, say the, say the thing again, and then we're like, <laughs> I want to get you on to what you're doing next. Thank you so much for doing this again, and yeah. we'll do it again. Uh, I don't know exactly when. When's your next day that you can do it? I'll do it whenever you tell me. That. I knew it. Okay, so... Uh, on time. <laughs> yes, on time. Jimmy. So, uh, yeah, um, but say the say the expression again. Uh, oh, yeah. No, we're I'm not a... Our, like, our, 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 the hope for our church is we want to be not a museum for the righteous, but a hospital for the broken. Bingo. All right. Thank you for listening. Thanks for joining us this morning. A little bit of uh, church with Grant Me Serenity. I told you it'd be Grant Me Serenity. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Love it. I am not... Uh, I don't go to church, so this is... <laughs> This is all I get. Is uh, I get this is my church. I invite Grant straight to my house. You should do it. Yeah. <laughs> but join us uh, on Postal Podcast, uh, Jiu Jitsu Pilgrim on Facebook, postalpodcast.com or dot podbean.com yeah. and all that stuff. We talked a little UFC. I love how we integrated Jiu Jitsu into everything cool. Like we put it together today, big time. All time. That was a really good one. And you tried tea. Maybe it's the mate. It's good. Maybe it's the mate that brought it together. I liked it. It is good. Yeah. You should drink it instead of coffee. I don't drink coffee. That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Say B. In our sleep. Yeah, you're rolling in your sleep, but apparently you're... Yeah, I'm tapping you. <laughs> I'm yeah, I got Ian today, too. Yeah. Oh, Ian, dude, you're easy when I'm sleeping. Yeah. Bro, in my dreams, you are... I gotta tell you, Ian. Buttery soft. Buttery soft. Yeah, you gotta work out. Do you work out? I don't know if you work out, but you should try it. They have these cables that uh, are really good for your strength. I don't know if you're familiar with the term, but uh, we should, strength. We should raise some money and get them a Bowflex. Yeah, Bowflex. That's right in your age group. Uh, Bowflex or uh, maybe uh, Gazelle. Or, yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Or uh, I know, Ian, maybe one of those uh, Thigh Masters would help you. Yeah, help you like, close guard better because I was ripping through oh, your guard. <laughs> Could you imagine a bunch of white belts and you told them? Hey, yeah, they're they're their thigh masters. <laughs> Ian knows. He said, "LOL." He's not even gonna come back with that one. I, I lift a little. He says. <laughs> By the way, he claims he claims that he was uh, jumping out of planes, but all I saw was backpacks and yeah. pictures. I saw, yeah. It looks like a bust. To me. I'll believe when I see it, Ian. Man, just like everything else. Might as well just have the dogs barking. That's the big guy jujitsu. Association of the wife. Crazy jujitsu for life. They look at now, us and wonder how we made it. Ending live video. Sacrifice and work hard to basics. Know that look on your face, you hit it. And the recording. That pastor. Whoa. Thank you for listening.